Good Erev Shabbos, dear friends. We're in Parshas Shlach. We have L'chaira Kipshuto, a, a difficulty in the Parsha. You have the greatest man gathered, like Rashi brings, that every expression of uh, Anoshim means great people. These were outstanding. These were uh, great people from the tribes, and um, they do something that's uh, really quite unbelievable, uh, to rebel against against Hashem, against Moshe Rabbeinu, um, who's proven himself so many times. That's, that's one. Uh, we see how tremendously powerful was the urge, the drive to um, be motzi diba ala aretz to speak evil on the land from the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu anticipated it and added the letter Yud to Yeshua's name so that he should have the names the divine names of the Shema Etzim, in, in his name, uh, Kolev took other measures of going and davening at the Kvarim of the Avos Kadoshim in Hebron, also to, to protect himself from the same thing. The thing is beer. Many, many Pirushim on this Indian. Um, that's one. Number two, we want to discuss the, a specific Pasuk, Pasuk that Kalev says, uh, Kalev and Yeshua, they say to everybody, Haaretz Asher of, of, of Arnuba, Lasurosa, Tova Haaretz Me'od Me'od. The land is very, very good. And um, like we saw in last week's Parsha where Moshe Rabbeinu it is described as on of Me'od, and all the Mephorshim point out that on of Me'od means Baflaga, uh, the most possible. Uh, more than, uh, you, you can't get more than that. That's what the word Me'od means. So, what is being said over here in describing Eretzisrael as being Tova? Ma'od ma'od, a double ma'od. What, what does the second ma'od add once you've already said that the first one is in the extreme? It's, it's as much as could be. Lachara, the word is muter. Then finally, we want to ask is the morale in Chidusha Goddess on Sota Davlamadal Amud Base explains that. The reason why the Maraglim were so predisposed to be mostly Dibala Aretz, and like we pointed out, even Yeshua and Kalev needed a special protection to stay away from this, says the Maral, the reason is because to a certain extent, that generation that left Mitzrayim, that generation that saw the Makos and the all the Nisim Galuyim, the unbelievable 
revelation that we saw in, in Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, to a certain extent, they were not fit to come into Eretz Yisrael, because Eretz Yisrael is an absolute, he's nagged us to that. Eretz Yisrael is a place of Tava, where one plants his seed and grows it, and uh, the person has a vineyard and a dug and a trees and, and land and works, and, and that's how he sustained. And these people were people who were living a miraculous existence. That uh, that completely transcends Teva. So there's a hisnagdus. There's an opposition between the two of them. Ein Sham L'chayra. It's there's a morale that seems to contradict exactly what he says over here. The morale in that's a Yisrael when discussing the hate of the Maraglim brings a Chazal that says that if that generation, if not for that sin, if that generation, their Moshe Rabbeinu, would have come into Israel, it would have been impossible that we should ever be exiled again. It's only because of the hate of the Miraglim and of the decree that we're not going to come into the land of Israel, this decree... That Bechia, that empty crying, that crying over Eretz Yisrael, Maral there that explains that crying is a statement of what's happening shouldn't be happening. This thing that I'm crying about, this is not mine, this shouldn't be. And so this crying broke the connection that Bnei Yisrael had to Eretz Yisrael. And although the next generation was allowed to come in, but it wasn't the same because that first generation, the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim was a Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, like, like the Pesukim say, it was a Yitzhiz in order to bring us to the land that Hashem promised to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. It says that Hashem remembered, remembered the promise that He made to the Avos to bring Israel into, into Eretz Knan. So that was the Yitzhiya. So the Yitzhiya was for the sake of the Hachnas. Leaving Mitzrayim was for the sake of coming into Eretz Yisrael. And that, if it would have been done like that, if it would have done Bishlemus, then it would have never been undone. This morale seems to contradict the morale that we just spoke out in the Chidusha Galas and Sota, where he says that on the contrary, this generation was people who were used to experiencing and seeing and living with a miraculous, open, supernatural revelation of Hashem in their lives, and therefore that was oppositional to Eretz Yisrael to a certain extent. So that's what we want to try to understand. Um... First of all, the Pasuk in Bereshit says, Ve'alukim, as kol asher ve'hine tov mo'od, behold, it was very good. This is on the sixth day, when Hashem finishes the creation. Tov mo'od. The Midrash there asked, what's tov mo'od? Every day it was said tov, 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 every day. Only on the sixth day it says tov mo'od. So the Midrash, Bereshit's Rab, says, 
What's the Tov Me'od? It's the Yitzhahara. That's the Yitzhahara. That's the Yisurim. That's Gehenim. That's the Malach HaMovus. And that is affliction and suffering, Peronius. Which is obviously very difficult to understand. How can that be called Tov Me'od? Chayra is the concept that we all learned together in Der Hashem, right towards the beginning, Chayel of Perak Base, where the Ramchal explains to us that in order for the Hatava that Hashem wants to do to us to be fully perfect with Shleimusa, Shleima, so it had to be that not only Hashem is going to give it to us, but that we should earn it, that we should overcome a power of Yetzirah, a power of Yisurim, a power of Gehenim, all these things are all stem from the concept of Hisnagdus, of opposition, of concealment of Hashem in the world, and the person has to work through it and overcome it in order to attain that closeness, and by doing so, person will have earned his closeness of all of my boy, it'll be ours in the full sense of the word that can be applicable to us and therefore there's not going to be what's called the Nahama de Kisufa, the bread of shame person feeling like I don't belong here, why am I in all my boy this has nothing to do with me, why am I so close to Hashem I, I have no, nothing in common, nothing similar to him that's what this is meant to accomplish that, and that and that will make it that the Tov will not just be Tov. tov of course it would have been Tov anyway. But it will make it the best possible. It will make it as good as it could possibly be. That's Tov Ma'od. That's, 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 the, that's the Pshat over here. That's Tov Ma'od. It's the best. Hashem wanted that the Tov should be Bishlemus, the best possible. And that's so He created the challenge of Yetzahara, of Nisyonus of Yisurim, and that's Tov Ma'od. That's the Tov Ma'od that was created on, on Yom Hashishi. Now the Maral goes on in Perk Dalad to describe that the truth is that it's not just an internal struggle that we have with the Yetzirah, that we are ourselves created from a physicality and a spirituality where there's a irreconcilable dichotomy. But in addition to that, the world in which we are put is a world that demands involvement in physicality, to earn a parnosa, to be involved with our physical needs. Everything we see around ourselves, it's all, it's all physical, it's all, and all conceals the divine hand. That's a second challenge, a second layer challenge, which means we have an internal challenge, we have an external challenge. Like the Gemara in Brochas, that Yudzayinam with Aleph says, Rabbi Alexandri says to Hashem, Rabbonishaloylam, you know that it is our will to do your will. And who is it that prevents us? The Soor Shabbisa Vashiud Malchis. The two things, the yeast and the dough, that means the Yetzahara, and the Shiud Malchis, that means the external, the, 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 the workings of the world, the, 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 the world itself around us prevents us from being able to serve you correctly. 
So on a on a more fundamental level, Rabbi Alexandria is alluding to over here two fundamental aspects of Hashem being concealed in the world. Even if the world is, is not being run by Shiud Malchus, but there is the internal struggle inside of man himself and the physical world inside of which the man is placed. That's what the Ramchal explains. And so seemingly, just like the Yetzirah that's inside of man is a ma'od, it's very good. It's very good because it gives us the challenge and gives us the ability to earn our own tzitkas, our own dvekas to Hashem, so it should be ours. So if we want to break it down now, we look at, want to look at it deeper perhaps, there's going to be two aspects. There's going to be the aspect of the first ma'od is inside of myself, and then there's a ma'od ma'od, which means there's an additional challenge of living inside of a world of Teva and managing to see Hashem and that, that's the extra aspect of challenge and that's the extra level of the Ma'od Ma'od that Kalev and Yeshua saw in Eretz Yisrael, that the Teva inside of which a person lives in Eretz Yisrael, that is a, offers an extra level of schus to be Nizdabek and Hashem more so than being in the Midbar. Rav Tzadok in Likute Memorim says that Moshe Rabbeinu represented truth is it's a, it's a Midrash the Midrash Barashas Rabbah says that Nosra Ta'ena Yochal Piriya the person who guards the um, fig tree will get to eat its fruit and the Midrash there explains that the Te'ena is the Torah, that's the Torah's Moshe, that's the Bechina of Moshe Rabbeinu, and the Torah that he gave us. And the notes, the one that guards it, and the one that gets to eat his fruit, that's Yeshua, because he will be the one to bring class onto Eretz Israel. he'll be the one to settle them, to, um, so to speak, reap the fruits of the Torah. And those are the two Bechinas of, of Moshe and Yeshua. The Chama and the Levana. Pnei Moshe, Pnei Chama. The face of Moshe was like the sun. The face of Yeshua was like the moon. Meaning Yeshua is the reflection, is the expression of the light of the sun. Of Moshe Rabbeinu. And so too Eretz Yisrael is a reflection of what the Torah does. Rav Tzadik there explains that the Gemara, the Gemara and Brachas that tells us that Hashem gave us three matanus tovos, three good gifts, which is the Torah, Eretz Yisrael, and Olam Haba, and um, all of them are acquired with Yisurim. So the Rosalik says that what does that do? It means that the Torah is number one. The Torah teaches you to see Hashem in the world. It teaches a person to be Makir Hashem. But then you have to go and you have to implement it. And that's, the, and that's Eretz Yisrael. That's where the, that's the real training ground. And it's easy to see Hashem out when you're living in the Midbar and Hashem is providing you with the Mon. 
But the real place where one has to be Makir Hashem is in all the goodness that's to be found in Eretz Yisrael and to see Hashem behind all of that. And then, of course, that brings a person to Olam Abba, which is the true Hakara, the ultimate Hakara, the full recognition of the goodness of Hashem gives us that's in Olam Abba. So according to this, maybe we can explain the seeming contradiction in the morale. Of course it's true that the Doradea, the people that saw the Yad Hashem in Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, to a certain extent there was a Hisnag, there was an opposition to coming to Eretz Yisrael, because it's the opposite. It's a place where Hashem is going to be hidden. But on the contrary, that's exactly what a person is supposed to do. He's supposed to take that Talmud Torah, which teaches us how to recognize Hashem, how to see Hashem, how to relate to Hashem, and then bring that torch of light into the darkness of the Teva of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, of course, is a Mokom that's specifically Musugul, has a special spiritual characteristic that it does lend itself very much to seeing Hashem if you have that eye for it. And that's what Yeshua Kalev was saying, that this Eretz is told, old no, yes, it represents a challenge. It's a double challenge. We already have a challenge, one challenge of Aron Yitzhahara is going to represent a second challenge of living within Teva. But that's going to be told old old for us. It's going to end up being very, very good because even though it's double challenging, because we're going to be able to apply what we've seen so far. The Dora Day were people that saw they were Makir Hashem more so than the than the prophets, right? Shivcha Alayam, a lowly maidservant, saw more at the Kriyas Yamsuf, a greater prophetic vision of Hashem, than did, than did Yechezko ben Buzi. So, that Hakara was then meant to be brought into Eretz Yisrael, even though it would have been tremendously challenging and difficult for them, and a, and a huge loss of that closeness to Hashem. But that, if, if they would have done that, they would have never lost sight of the Nosein Haaretz, the one who gave them the land. Having seen the hand of the one who took them out of Mitzrayim, they would have always been cognizant and always aware of who it is that gave them Eretz Yisrael. And if a person relates to Eretz Yisrael as a Mokum, as a Matana Tova, that Hashem gave to me, gave to us, like we say in the Bikurim, we bring the Bikurim and we declare that these are the fruits of the land that you gave to us. If a person recognizes that, then that bond between Klausra and Eretz Yisrael would have never been broken. The only way the bond is broken is when we fail to see the Nosein Haaretz. When we don't see the one who is us. So if we would have combined the vision of the Nosein, which the Doradea had, with the Haaretz, with the reception of the land, which Yeshua brought the people into there, if we would have combined those two, then we would have never left Eretz Israel. And of course, each person in his own level has to strive and work and to undo that breakage, undo that damage, and understand that there is a challenge that I have, that if I'm a person who is someone who loves being within the Arba Amashal Halacha, within the four walls 
of the base medrash, where I seek out Hashem. It's called the base medrash because it's a place where we're Dorish Hashem. We seek out, we learn to be Makir Hashem, to recognize Him behind everything. Not to compartmentalize that and leave it and say, that's where I see Hashem, that's what I love. But then afterwards, I'm exiled, I have to go out into, into the world. Of course, we have to go out into the world, even though it's gullus and it's so much more difficult than an Eretz Yisrael. But that's the challenge. The challenge is that Tova Ha'aretz Ma'od Ma'od is very, very good. It means it's going to be challenging. But with the torch of the Torah that I light through my learning, through my learning of the Torah, my learning to recognize Hashem in the world, and I take that torch and I bring it out into the arts and it becomes much more challenging but with that light I can see and I can accomplish and I can do and I can be Kadeshem Shemaim and Bez Hashem Zoha to do that job here at Chutzlarts as long as we have to and then when we're found ready when we've demonstrated to Hashem that we are ready for the task that we want the task to be makir, the nosein, not just the nosein HaTorah, but the nosein HaAretz, as Hashem we should be Zoha to be gathered back into Eretz Yisrael, bimiravi Yemenu, and taste those peros HaAretz, and to say that the Aretz is tovo me'od me'od. Good Shabbos.